it is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Hey, y'all, what's going on? Man, you know, like I said, the heat down here, y'all. Woo! They did a thing where it was in Oklahoma, maybe y'all saw it on the news, they actually cooked a steak inside a car in Oklahoma. Oh, my god! It took like two, two, two and a half hours, but it cooked. It I was... saw a baseball game where they actually cooked an egg on home plate. <laughs> I mean, right. today here, I mean, y'all were outside, y'all were coming in out of the parking lot. It is hot. It's 104 here today. <gasps> oh, my goodness. And, and we're walking into fall. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean... You know, there was a joke the other guy. This guy said, hey, uh, I can't wait for the, well, it's, it's cooling off. I go, yeah, it's about November or December before that happens, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, they, they said that, let's see, we are now, it was that one, two, three, four. It's been 202 days oh, since man. Texas has had, or I guess in our area, I'm sorry, in Houston, since mm-hmm. we've had um, one inch of recorded rain in a day. Oh, my goodness. That's too long. So, we, I mean, we get a little thunderstorm here and there, you know. Right. I mean, the little afternoon shower that lasts about five minutes, just enough to get everything hot and steamy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's been a 202 days since we've had an inch of recorded rainfall in one day. I'm like, man, that's good and bad because we might get all our rain in one shot again, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood, I hope not. We don't need any hurricanes coming, baby. Stay away, stay away. Uh. <laughs> Now, listen, y'all, if you're on the cooking in the dark list, you've probably read this post, so this is a moot point, but uh, there was a lot of discussion about accessible cooktops and stoves on the cooking list. One of our awesome list members posted that she had just gotten a new cooktop that she totally dug because it was very accessible, nice, easy to read knobs. The buttons to control the oven were um, easily found and easily brailled, or I think in this case she used textured bumps to, to mark them. She said it had five elements. Uh, one was a warming element and the others were, you know, the cook, you know, the actual cooking elements, you know, for the stove. So um, anyway, that was pretty cool. It got me to thinking, but like stoves uh, and oven controls, their buttons, their face plates are glossy, kind of a slick, glossy plastic finish. Right. And their buttons are matted. Oh, yes. We've, we have a dishwasher and that's... Okay. That's what decided us. We're like, oh, buttons we can you press. You can, and, and now our, on, the, on, the, on our buttons here, they are different. Like the bake button is a long rectangular button. Oh. Um, the, the broil buttons are textured, and actually they have a little indention on them so you can detect what they are. Mm-hmm. But you can you, all the buttons and such are in specific locations, and they're different shapes, so you can easily identify what they are. Right. 
which is awesome. You know, with most ovens now, when you turn them on, they're electronic, they're digital set, and you've got a button that you push to, you know, or up or down to raise the temperature five degrees one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Now, most ovens, if, you, if you're looking at getting a new oven or cooktop or stove, you know, combo, freestanding range thing, make sure that that thing, whenever you turn on the oven, it automatically comes on at 350. So I love these because I know if I need 325, boom, it comes on at 350. I push that little button, one, two, three, four, five, bink, I'm there, 325, you know? Now going to 450, ah, that's a bunch of button pushing, but we can get there. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not a a member of the cooking in the dark list, you know, there was a lot of discussion on stoves. There was a lot of discussion on some different recipes. So, man, it's awesome. If you have a crazy question, how do I boil an egg? Woo, be careful. You'll get a 5,000 responses probably, (laughs) man. Well, and I've I've watched the last few weeks we've had people asking for recipes for people who are lactose intolerant. Um, Yes. We've had people sharing sort of their cooking experiences. Yes. Um, A few new cooks who who came on, it was really fantastic, asked for recipes, got some options, and then decided to make something and then they were nice enough to come back to the list and say hey i followed this recipe and this was my experience doing it so you know my problem with that yeah oh they didn't, they send, didn't send me any no oh, well <laughs> they didn't even invite me to dinner man that ain't right <laughs> you know me i'll show up with a bottle of wine a keg of beer doesn't matter come on let's go oh my goodness you know cheryl there was this guy that worked at a construction company and this huge crate fell off of a crane came down over him and actually when it struck him it went all the way through his body, he crashed through it. And the only thing it did to him, it whacked both his ears off. Ugh. Oh, man. He was devastated. But, you know, he went through the surgery, the rehab, all that stuff, and he got a huge, huge settlement. So after playing a little bit in the islands and stuff, he decided he was going to, um, time to invest some money. So he, he bought this communications company. And when he bought them, as he was signing the documents, you know, to, for the purchase, when he got done signing them, he thought to himself, ah, oh, I don't know how to run a company like this. So he thought, I'll have to hire some people, you know? So mm-hmm. he uh, was interviewing some folks. And the first guy he interviewed, man, he really, he was fired up. The guy was awesome. You know, he was on top of it. He seemed overqualified, actually, to run this company for him. And at the end of the interview, the, he asked the guy, do you see anything different about me. And that guy goes, yeah, you ain't got no ears. Well, the owner there, the earless dude, got mad, got angry, whew, threw the dude out. You know, so the next interview was a young lady, and she was even more qualified than the first guy. He was totally impressed. And at the end, he asked her the same question, do you notice anything strange about me? Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, you ain't got no ears. Oh, same thing. You know, he tossed her out too, didn't hire her. Well, the third interview, he was really glad he didn't hire either the first two because this was a young man. He was intelligent, good-looking. He was a college graduate, just fresh out of, out of grad school, and he had it going on. You know, he thought, man, this is guy is it. He's young, energetic. He's perfect. So he asked him the same question. You know, you see, you know, no one noticed anything funny about me. And he goes, well, not really funny, but I know you wear contacts. Really? That's very observant. How did you know I wear contacts? He goes, well, how the hell are you going to wear glasses without any ears? (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Cooking in the dark. We'll be right back. We've got a great show today. It's, um, the kids are going to love it. I'll say that. What do you think, Cheryl? Absolutely. Yeah, man, we got some tasty recipes, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. You'll have to be back. We'll be back in just a couple minutes after these messages, and I will tell you, do not go anywhere. You don't want to miss it. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. 
the bus go Round and round, round, round and round, the wheels on the bus go round and round. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that doesn't give it away, y'all. Yep, school is back. School's back. Time for them little kiddos. You know, now when you're when you're driving your dog down the street, you know, when you're tapping down the street with your cane, y'all slow down in them school zones. We don't want to take any kids out. <laughs> Be careful now. <laughs> no, school's back in session almost all around the country. So what I always think about school days is coming home. And oh. wishing my mom was home for some milk and cookies. Yeah. Mmm. I always got them at grandma's house, but mmm. You know, I got to thinking, man, school, cookies, mmm. Nothing like some nice cookies and a big old glass of milk, you know, after school. Nice snack. Right. What we're going to make today, we're going to do uh, an oatmeal cookie. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to do a cool peanut butter cookie. Now, it's not that quickie peanut butter cookie. It's going to be a real peanut butter cookie. So... Without further ado, man, let's jump right in here, and we're going to get started with the oatmeal cookie. Now, the oatmeal cookie's got quite a few ingredients, so um, just hang on, fasten your seatbelts. If you need the recipe, because, you know, we'll have Cheryl read it. I'll try to keep my mouth shut while she's doing it. All right, girl, let's get started. Oatmeal cookies. So, you want to read them the ingredients, and then we'll uh, start putting this dude together? I certainly can. And I should say um, the ingredients make 60 cookies. So what is that, five dozen? Just so yeah. you know. I, I've well, made... like you can make them a little bit bigger and cut down on that or eat some of the cookie dough while you're going at it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've made the mistake of like skipping over this line that said how many cookies you're going to make and just going, oh, I got it all. And then going, oh, my God. <laughs> <What's> right? <laughs> Wait till you see the peanut butter cookie recipe. Yeah. <laughs> I think that makes like two million. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Half a cup of butter softened, one cup of sugar, two eggs, uh, one teaspoon vanilla, one and a half cup of oatmeal, not instant, one and a half cups of flour, half a teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of baking powder, half a teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon cinnamon, a half a teaspoon of allspice, a quarter cup of milk, one cup of raisins, one cup of nuts chopped. And I would that could probably be optional if you don't like nuts. And those are all the ingredients you need. Yeah, and as we do the recipe, y'all, I mean, it, like I said, there's a, quite a few ingredients in this. So if you're one of those that kind of keeps track and jots down the recipe, you know, the ingredients and stuff, as we go through the recipe, as we're adding them, putting the ingredients together, we'll repeat the measurements for you. Listen to what Cheryl says, not what I say, because you know me, man, I get, get kind of crazy sometimes. Is it a teaspoon or tablespoon? It's just getting a tasket. <laughs> A weeble, a wobble, whatever it is, we all fall down. There you go. Okay, so we need the first thing I know we need to do is cream together the butter and the sugar. Right, and so and that's half a cup of butter and one. So what cup I've done, I've popped the butter in the microwave. It's a stick of butter, half a cup. No quiz on that today. Thank God. And then one cup of sugar, and we're going to cream that together. And then we're going to add in the eggs. Yep. And you. Man, need... I love making cookies. It's so much fun, and it just smells so great. Oh, yeah. You know, we went on that walkabout in Galveston Mm. to benefit Clean Galveston. It's a big fundraiser, and you go to all these different restaurants and bars and and businesses and things and get your playing cards. It's like a poker thing, so your whoever has the best five card. Anyway, one of the places we walked into was Cookie Store. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know if I'd want to walk out of that. (laughs) Man, I gained about 20 pounds just walking in that place, man. Oh, (laughs) It was awesome. Okay, one cup of sugar. And this is whole granulated, regular old, regular old pure cane sugar. Right. 
I think if, I mean, if if all you had was like brown sugar, you'd be fine. Yeah, but... It would just be a different taste. Okay, one cup of sugar? Oh, you need a little power, don't you, brother? <laughs> yeah, I know, you look good sitting there, but you look better when you're running. <laughs> I'll tell you all, I'm now riding around in style. Ah, new car? You know, if you thought I looked good earlier, woo! you should see me in that car. I really look good. Okay, a couple of eggs. Yep, two eggs. So we've got one cup of sugar so far, one stick right. of butter, half right. a cup. Right. And our two eggs. All right. Now we start getting to the fun part. What do we got next? The oatmeal? Eggs and vanilla until light and fluffy. Eggs and vanilla. Okay. And then... We find the vanilla. Right. And then... How much vanilla egg? Quarter teaspoon, correct? One teaspoon. One teaspoon? Okay. You're going for light and fluffy. 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 I knew her. <laughs> that might be too much information about your past. It was a cat. It was a cat. <laughs> Okay, we're going for light and fluffy. Okay, right. we're light and fluffy. Right, now you're going to put in the oatmeal. One and a half cups. Sounds about right. Okay, here's the oatmeal. And what I've got done, y'all, before we started the show, Cheryl and I kind of went through the recipes and kind of just laid out all the ingredients so they're kind of out here. As I use them, I will move them out of the way. Now, this calls for one and a half cups. What I'm using is my half cup measuring cup. Mm hmm Just because it'll slide into this oatmeal container a little bit easier than the one cup will. Yeah. So now you need three halves, and voila. Three halves make a whole? It does make one and a half cups of oatmeal. Uh, <laughs> like, what is it, three rights make a left? Sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're following our damn GPS, and yeah. that somebody puts you in a circle, and you're there for days. <laughs> Get us out of here. Okay. There's our one and a half cups of oatmeal. And you want to now, mix... do we need to mix this up, or do we... Um, well, it suggests, and you can do this any way you want, that you mix the flour, one and a half cups of flour, your baking soda, half a teaspoon of baking soda. And then half a teaspoon of powder. Right. That you mix all that up separately and then pour it in. And y'all, that is a great idea because you don't want to be getting a lump. I've done this. Ooh. I made a banana nut bread one time and I had a lump of baking powder that didn't get broken down. So here's what I'm doing. I'm going into my sifter. I'm adding one cup of flour. I'm adding my half teaspoon of baking, of baking powder. powder. Half teaspoon of baking soda. You could put in your one teaspoon of cinnamon and half a teaspoon of salt and half a teaspoon of allspice. Okay. So, Did you do one and a half cups of flour? Not yet. Okay. What I did was I just added the baking powder. Now I'm going to add the baking soda. And what I'm doing, y'all, I'm putting all this in a flour sifter. 
I've put in the powder and the soda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Now I'm going to put more flour in on top of that. Oh, that's a good idea. So we kind of break it down. Mm-hmm. Break it down, baby. Now we're putting in our one teaspoon of cinnamon, and we need to add our nutmeg. Not nutmeg. All I'm spice. sorry, allspice. See, listen to Cheryl, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so half a teaspoon of allspice. Okay. So here's what I've got in the flour sifter, y'all. I've got half a teaspoon of allspice. I've got one teaspoon of cinnamon. I've got a half a teaspoon of baking powder, half a teaspoon of baking soda, a half a teaspoon of salt. We'll go in there just this quick. And right now I've got one cup of flour, but I'm getting ready to add another half a cup. So that'll give us one and a half cups of flour. Then I'm going to sift this in to our mixing bowl with it already has the cup and a half of oatmeal, the eggs, the sugar, and the buta. Ah, I see. Okay, yep. So, man, in my calculations, about all we have left to add will be the nuts and the raisins. Yes. And, I mean, again... Here we go. We're just doing a little sifting. This is a trigger sifter. It's got a little handle that you squeeze. Some have a a little rotator. Mm -hmm. You know, a little wheel that goes around and around. A little dial, a little knob that you turn. I'm just kind of tapping the side of the the sifter now. To make sure I get all the flour away from the, the sides of the, the flour sifter. Because some of it kind of gets up on the sides there. Okay. Let me go ahead and mix this up. Right. Actually, you know it's going what? going on low. We have a half a cup of milk And as add. this mixes, it's going to get kind of thick. And doughy. Just like you want cookie dough. Wow, listen to that. Yeah. So you we hear need, the mixer straining? We need to add in our quarter cup of milk. That tells me we're getting thick. Okay, now we've got just a big mass of mixed up stuff. <laughs> right, quarter cup of milk. Quarter cup of moo juice. <laughs> Where's Bessie at? Did we get some milk? We did, we did. She was right there and All quite right. willing to, to make a donation. She just knows when she gives us milk, she gets something. She gets a carrot. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. There she is. (laughs) Uh I figured she was hanging around. Okay. Quarter cup of milk. Right. And then our raisins and nuts. All right. About a cup of raisins and... A cup of nuts. About a cup of nuts. Let me go ahead and get this mixed up first. Okay. I'm going to have to chop me some nuts real fast. Cheryl, let me get my chopper. Go ahead. Ooh, chopper. Chop, what, chop. Sort of, are you put, what sort of nuts are you going to use? Guess. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing walnuts? No. <laughs> no. Oh, you think, uh, let's see what other sort of nuts. Oh, your favorites, the pecans? 
Pecans. Pecans. It's a state law in Texas. Otherwise, I'll get extradited and <laughs> have to live the rest of my days in Canada. Well, there you go. We're listening to this band the other night. Uh-huh. And he's from Canada. Mm-hmm. So we're like, dude, what are you doing down here? Uh-huh. And I loved his response. He yeah. said, measuring out about a cup here of pecans. And y'all, pecans are optional. You know, something else that's optional that goes great in oatmeal cookies is white chocolate chips. Ooh, very nice. I'm getting going traditional. But, mm, okay. Just chopping my nuts up with our little food chopper here real fast. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a big dome with some blades under it. Oh, nice. Woohoo! Just that quick. Thank you for playing. <laughs> what would you like behind door number one, door number two, or door number three? All right. Pop our nuts in here. Something I'm going to do before we spread this out, because we need to bake these at 350 mm-hmm. for about 10 to 12 minutes on a greased cookie sheet. Make sure you grease that, dude, or you'll be scraping cookies off your cookie sheets for years. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You'll be like, where are my cookies? Not in my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're stuck to the pan. Yeah. I'm popping these beaters out. I've added um, half a cup of raisins mm-hmm. and about a cup of chopped nuts. Mm-hmm. No chippies, no white chocolate chips or butterscotch or chocolate chips. Mm. Oh, just playing it straight. Oh. Straight up this time. Wow. So, y'all, make a note of this show. What are we, 215, 26, something like that? We're going straight. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that very often. <laughs> Usually when Cheryl reads the recipe, you know, y'all know, there's usually a uh, but. <laughs> exactly. Here, but. That, that's the recipe, but. <laughs> We're going to do it this way. Why? Because we can. Exactly. Oh, getting a spoon out here. What I'm going to do is just kind of fold in these nuts and raisins into our cookie dough. And the dough is firm enough that you can do that now? It's better to just hand mix it than to use the mixer? Yeah, and I didn't want to run the risk of the raisins getting chopped up. Oh, okay. By the beaters. Right. So it's easier just to fold it up. Mm-hmm. What we've got is actually, um, if you've ever bought cookie dough, right. you know, like the Pillsbury. Right. And let it sit out to where it gets kind of soft. Okay, That's yes. Kind of, kind of what we've got right now. yeah. Can I just say one thing that they didn't tell you here is like if you're like me and you've got raisins that have been in your fridge for a little while and you want to plump them up again, <laughs> you basically... You pour them, put them in a bowl, and you pour some hot water on them. Let it sit for like five minutes, pour the hot water off, and voila, nice plump raisins again. Well, and we've all seen the results of that. Uh, Remember yeah. the California raisins? Oh. <laughs> not only if you put really hot water and a little vodka in there, then not only will they plump up, they'll sing for you. Yeah, too. that's true. <laughs> all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put our cookie dough in the fridge. I want to let it chill just for a little bit and set up. A little chilled dough is easier to work with. Mm-hmm. We'll throw that in there and chill it. Uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to tackle the peanut butter cookies. And then we'll uh, get that mixed up, let that dough chill. And while that dough's chilling, we'll turn our attention to bacon. Baking some of the oatmeal cookies. Because we want to bake these at 350 for about 10 to 12 minutes on a greased cookie sheet. And what we're going to do is actually, you'll see, if you got to stick around to see it happen, got to stick around to have a glass of milk from Bessie and also have a cookie. Hell, we're only making 60 of them and I'm on a diet, so I'm going to need help. 
But we need to, you just scrape off about a, a tablespoon, just a regular old kitchen tablespoon. Stick that in the dough, scrape it off, pop it on your greased cookie sheet. When that dude's full, throw them in the oven, but you'll see how we do it. Cooking in the dark, we'll be right back with peanut butter cookies. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Back to school cookies. Back to school, the wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. Said the wheels on the bus. Ooh, baking powder. Be careful. Danger, danger. No smoking while the baking powder is out. <laughs> Peanut butter cookies. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now, this here recipe, not for the faint at heart or for the diabetic, I'll tell you that. Oh, no. no this no. dude's got a cup of butter in it, which yeah. is, huh? Two sticks. Two yeah, sticks. Yeah. Even I was paying attention that time. And uh, it's got like two cups of sugar. It's got three cups of flour. Mmm. This right here recipe, as we were saying, makes about. 10 million thousand cookies. <laughs> Actually, it makes 120. <laughs> I was going to say, translate it to 10 dozen. <laughs> if you make them this size. You know, it says to roll them into three-quarter inch balls and then squish them flat, but I think we're going to probably roll them into bigger balls than that and squish them flat. Okay, I just softened my butter up. My two sticks of butter here. And uh, All right, Cheryl, why don't you go ahead and read us that there right, recipe while go. I kind of get some of this here going. I know we're going to have to cream our butter and sugar, so... To get started, y'all, I'm putting in one cup of butter, which is two sticks, into our mixing bowl. And into that, I'm going to add a cup of light brown sugar, Genie, with the light brown sugar. And also a cup of regular sugar, just good old granulated, straight-up sugar. So while I'm doing that, I'll be quiet and let Cheryl do her job so she can get paid this week. Yeah, yeah. As the world comes to a stop, here we go. <laughs> what? Stop. Stop the bus. Wheels. Want me to sing? Wheels on the bus. No, no, there. no. I, 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 I'm so sorry I said that. I'm really sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. One cup of butter softened. One cup of light brown sugar. One cup sugar. Two eggs beaten. One cup of peanut butter smooth or chunky. Three cups of flour. Two teaspoons of baking soda, one fourth teaspoon salt, and that's all they wrote. All she wrote. All she wrote. All right. So here we go, man. I put in the. Uh, I've got the sugar. I'm reaching for the brown sugar. Now the brown sugar, y'all, I keep in a Ziploc and I keep it in the freezer. Oh, it's always hilarious. I need to label my sugar bag that I keep in the refrigerator because there's always a time I go in and I'm like, what is this? And then it dawns on me, it's sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is this hard rock thing that I can throw through a car window? <laughs> it's so funny. Well, at least I amuse myself. What can I say? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, when we started doing this show together, you were pretty normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're kind of reminding me of me a lot. Oh, that's really scary. <laughs> I know. Golly, we're going to have to have a closet there for psychiatric help, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, there's this two psychiatrists, and this guy says, uh, one psychiatrist tells the other, says, you know, I had this guy come to me, he said, every time he wears a hat, he hears music. And he goes, well, what'd you tell him? He goes, I told him to remove the band from his hat. <laughs> 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 All right, Paul rump a pump Oh, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> okay, I'm going to beat this sugar up real fast. 
Do we need to add the eggs to this too? Yes. Actually, it said beat the butter until creamy. Okay. Slowly add in the brown sugar and sugar until be, uh, until well blended. And then as we've done before, you then add the eggs. Okay. And then the peanut butter. Okay, two eggs. Right. Henrietta's in the Keys this week, isn't she? She took off on late vacation. She did, but she left you stuff. I know, but man, I'm worried about her in the Keys. And people down there will eat about anything they can catch. <laughs> we are fortunate we've got a very resourceful uh, hen. <laughs> and she's fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, got our eggs in there, our sugar, right. one cup of sugar, one cup of brown sugar, right. one cup of butter. Right. So you want to throw the butter in, you want to beat that until it's kind of creamy. Then you want to slowly add in your brown sugar and your sugar, and then add your two eggs. I'm reaching up here to get some vegetable spray, because we got to do some peanut butter. Oh. You know what, before I do that even, let me get three cups of flour here. Let me do that real fast. Before I use this measuring cup, you know what I mean, for um, peanut butter and get it mm -hmm. all nasty. Mm -hmm. But I love the fact that when you use the cooking spray, it just plops right out. Poof. Yeah. And you know, another cool, if you have them, I mean, not everybody has them, but we've got those collapsible measuring cups. Right. And those work nice, too, because you can fill that up and then you just plop it inside out. Cause, and uh, yeah. it pops right out. Three cups of flour. Man, I hope people like peanut butter cookies. <laughs> but this sounds, isn't this one of those recipes you could make a make the whole big batch and then just use? As yeah, you, you could need use, to? I mean, chill it and use yeah. what you want and then, you know, throw the rest in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Just chill it out, baby. Let me rinse this measuring cup out real fast. What I just did, y'all, I just took some vegetable spray and sprayed the inside of my measuring cup. My one cup measuring cup. Now we're fixing to dig into the peanut butter here. Dip it into the peanut butter and I'm going to get one cup of packed peanut butter. Now as Cheryl was saying, what's cool about this is by putting the vegetable oil in it, because we all know how sticky peanut butter is, it likes to stick to the roof of your mouth, man. Mmm. <laughs> You know, there's just nothing like a good old peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's nice comfort okay. food. Now, this peanut butter will just bloop, plop right out. Nice and neat. Doesn't stick doesn't stick to the roof of the measuring cup's mouth. All right, so now I've got my peanut butter in there. I've got my butter, got my sugar, got my eggs. Let's go ahead and mix this up just a little bit. Because when we start adding the flour, man... It's going to get thick. Oh, it is, it is.
So did you put in like the baking soda with the flour? And I haven't put in the baking soda yet. Okay. That will go right here. We need what? One teaspoon? Uh, two teaspoons of baking soda and Okay. And just a quarter teaspoon of salt. Okay. Salt. Without salt we couldn't cook. Well, we could. Salt's in everything, man. It is. Many things. Okay, I'm putting the baking soda. soda. Baking soda. Two teaspoons. Right. And just a little bit of salt. Quarter teaspoon mm-hmm. of salt. Okay. I'm going to sift this flour in. Hear the sifter going again. And man, I've said this before. If you want to have some fun, <laughs> sift some flour and play in it. <laughs> <laughs> Really, man, it's cool. <laughs> Why do you need 16 gallon pounds of flour? I'm going to play in it. Yeah, I've got plenty. Now, what I've done, I've sifted in part of it. I'm going to mix that in a little bit. I'm using the mixer right now, but after I get all the flour in and kind of let the power of the mixer mix it up, mm-hmm. I'll come back with a, a scraper, kind of a spoon scraper thing. Um. Mix it up a little bit more. Scrape it down the sides. Mm. I heard somebody's mouth watering up there in the front row. Oh, ah. I, th- I thought it was the whole audience. They're just like, when are you going to get done? Popping a glass of milk, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did you notice the person that, over on the other side who's like, don't forget the oatmeal cookies? <laughs> right. Okay. There we go. We're good and dude. Let me mix this up just a little bit more here. Oh, yeah, now you can hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the poor machine. We have cookie dough, Houston. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Nice, good old thick peanut butter cookie dough. All right, y'all. I'm going to peel this stuff off of the beaters here. While I'm doing that, we're going to take a short little break. We'll be back in two and two. And we're going to turn our attention to baking our cookies. We'll be right back, cooking in the dark. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. I'm cranking the oven up to 350. I've pulled our cookie dough out, our oatmeal cookie dough, out of the refrigerator. It's nice and chilled. Here's what I need to do is move the sugar container and uh, spray down. Our cookie sheet. I'm just spraying it with some vegetable spray. All right. Now, Cheryl, what's it say about putting making these cookies? Was I right with just a spoonful of loving? I believe so. Yes, that's all you to just sort of scoop out the the oatmeal um, dough to to put on the on the cookie sheet, right? Yeah, and you want the dough to be about the same size, so the cookies will all come out about the same and bake about the same. So let's lay some of these out real fast here, and then we'll hit the time machine. Throw them in the oven. That's the best thing about this show is once we get them done. The time machine, baby. Make dinner get cooked that much faster. I love it. 
So here's the official language from the recipe. It says drop the dough on the cookie sheet about teaspoon size, about two inches apart, ready for baking. Okay. Now, as two inches apart, y'all, what I'm doing is on the cookie sheet, I'm started on the right-hand side. I'm left-handed, okay? So if you're right-handed, start on the left-hand side. And I'm just taking a spoonful of this dough, and I've just laid the cookie dough up the very right-hand side. If you're left, I mean right-handed, to be up the left-hand side edge of the pan. Now, the next row, I'm going to again start at the bottom. Found the first cookie. There's the second one. Now, here's the, middle, the other cookie I just did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come over about two inches from him and scrape that dough off. Then over here, let's go again. And you just keep repeating this process, y'all. Space it out. That way, if you keep it straight, what I've got actually ended up with, I've ended up with three rows, three cookies going up. So I'm starting my next little column, I guess, if you will, of cookies. Start that one about two inches. And what I'm doing, I'm using actually the spoon as my measuring guide. So I figure the spoon is about mm, two inches or so, inch and a half. So I'm kind of putting the tip of the spoon at the edge of the last cookie. And then I'm moving the tip of the spoon back to about where the, the handle meets the spoon itself. Right. And, I mean, it, it's not rocket science, y'all. So, I mean, if you're off by a little bit, it's all right. When the cookies bake, they'll probably stick to, I mean, they'll bake together. But they'll come apart easy enough. And if not, when you go to get one cookie, you get two. So what's the problem? <laughs> You'll be amazed at how big they are. Look at that. Oh, my. <laughs> right, the whole panel stick. Wahoo, one cookie. <laughs> Since we're not seeing as good, you can say, are you serious? It's supposed to be lots of little cookies? <laughs> right, it is. I thought it was one big cookie. I don't They're understand. all stuck together. <laughs> okay. I've got room for one more there and one more here. Okay. I'm going to put this dough back in the fridge, and we're going to turn our attention to the peanut butter cookies. All right. These have a little different method. Got my dough out. It's chilled up chili. Now, with our peanut butter cookies, we're going to get our hands kind of dirty. It says to roll these in balls about three-quarters of an inch, which I just did one about an inch and a half, so let me split him in half. And we want to place these on the cookie sheet. And what I'm going to do, y'all, because we're going to flatten these with a fork. So let me get some more dough here. Roll one up. I'm using the three-finger method, okay? What that means, we're, we're on an ungreased cookie sheet. I'm using three fingers to space apart between the cookies. Oh, that's a good idea. Now, this is a great little recipe for friends. If you have anybody, you know, any friends that want to help you to actually somebody can be rolling the dough and somebody can be placing the cookies. All right. This is, I mean, they're all sort of fun recipes if you get um, friends together. We have, a, we have some friends in the family. They have a cookie swap around the holidays. So everybody gets together and they bring over their cookies and, you know, swap sort of different cookies with each other. Oh, but, that's awesome. But this you know, we've thought about doing something on the, on the list mm-hmm. of actually selecting, like, um, I know there's a, there's a home here, mm-hmm. and it's for um, kids, you know, abused kids. And we've thought about, you know, I haven't done it. I need to just do it. Post their address as this year's cookie recipient and let people on the list bake some cookies, some holiday cookies, and send, and send them to it. them. That would be nice. But that, that could definitely be a fun thing to do. And then each year we could have somebody in a different part of the country, you know, nominate another shelter or place similar and right. do the same. Right. Okay. We've almost got our cookies rolled out here. Now the fun part. This is what I used to like to do as a kid. I'm going to get you a fork. Oh, so you can make like a little design. And a little bowl of water. 
set this next here to the pan. I'm just going to dip the fork in. And now, using the bottom of the fork, the tongs, we want to press down in the dough, and then we want to press perpendicular to our first press. And we're just kind of flattening our cookie down. So the first one I'm going straight up and down, 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, and then I'm pressing down from 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And what you want is you want to press these about to where they're about 3 eighths of an inch thick. So don't press all the way down mm -hmm. on the first press, mm -hmm. but your second press, go ahead and press a little further down. So there's that one about halfway down, and that one for the full thickness or thinness. <laughs> and that's what puts the cool little marks on top of a peanut butter cookie. Do you remember those as a kid, Cheryl? Absolutely. What What do you mean oh. as a kid? I still love ah. peanut <laughs> I'm just continuing on here real fast, 12 to 6. And as you press down, y'all, you'll feel the cookie begin to, to mash. That one I did opposite. I did 3 to 6 and then, I mean, 3 to 9 and then 12 to 9. Okay. Just down a little bit and then down a little more. Down a little bit, down a little. Now, the reason you don't have to grease these cookie sheets, y'all, the peanut butter and the amount of butter and stuff in here, yeah. there's going to be enough grease in here, it's not going to stick. Yeah, it'll just come right off. Okay. Now, our peanut butter cookies bake at 350 for about 10 minutes. Our oatmeal cookies will bake at 350 for about 10 to 12 minutes. So I'm going to put our peanut butter cookies in on the bottom rack and my pan of oatmeal cookies will go on the top rack. Let me set my timer here for 10 minutes and away we go. Now what I'm thinking is by the time I get the peanut butter cookies out and off and on the cooling rack, mm -hmm. won't take long, then I'll be able to come back and grab my oatmeal cookies and get them off and out too. You know, that extra two minutes, that's why I'm cooking them at the same time. Right. So, if we could have the uh, time machine, please. We'll just cook this thing on down to where these are done. I'll pull them out and we'll put them on our cooling rack and start getting ready to eat. All right. Everybody's here? We're here. Are you kidding? Look at, look, they've got their glasses of milk <laughs> they're holding up for you. <laughs> ah. They're like, hey, All right. we're ready. <laughs> Turn that dude off. We are done. Okay, let me go ahead and slide these out. Now, you want to put them down. Set them. I'm just setting them on top of the stove. I've got my spatch. I've got my cooling rack over here. And all I'm doing is just kind of scraping them off. Now, if you want to use your uh, an oven mitt, be careful. The pan is hot. But just take them with a spatula, shuffle them off, and put them on your cooling rack. Now, because I'm doing these two different batches of cookies, I'm going to put oatmeal on one side and the peanut butter on the opposite side. Let them cool. And then before the next batch comes out of the oven, I will take those off the cooling rack and put them in uh, some Tupperware containers for storage so that we'll have them. And that is it, Cheryl. Cooking in the dark. We did oatmeal cookies and we did peanut butter cookies. You want to read that uh, oatmeal cookie recipe real fast? And I, I suppose the one thing I noticed, and this is this might be the case with any recipes, that the order in which the ingredients are listed, pretty much the order in which we just put everything together. So here we go. Half a cup of butter softened, one cup of sugar, two eggs, one teaspoon vanilla, one and a half cups of oatmeal, not instant, one and a half cups of flour, half a teaspoon of baking soda, 
half a teaspoon of baking powder, half a teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of cinnamon, one teaspoon of allspice, a quarter cup of milk, one cup of raisins, one cup of nuts chopped. And that's all you need for your oatmeal cookie. All right. Bake them up 10 to 12 minutes. Mm. Get you some milk, a cow, whatever you need, and have at it. <laughs> now for the peanut butter recipe. The peanut butter recipe. This, oh, love this one too. One cup of butter softened. One cup of light brown sugar. One cup of sugar. Two eggs beaten. One cup of peanut butter, smooth or chunky. Three cups of flour. Two teaspoons of baking soda. Quarter teaspoon of salt. And that's all you need. All right. Swip easy. Bake at 350 for about 10 minutes. Mm, mm, mm. It's all good, man. All good. I might even have a few little chocolate chips I might add to the next batch on top. Just to make my own Reese's peanut butter chocolate chip cookie thing. <laughs> See, there's always a butt to the show. But you can do that recipe butt. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Hey, I'm Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. This is Cooking in the Dark. You want to join us next week? Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.